I'm Claire Fallon. And I'm Emma Gray. Welcome to Rich Text, a podcast about our cultural obsessions, like a treacherous trio of traitors. I'm so proud of you that you resisted trying to do the full Scottish. I just gave it like a little Scottish inflection. And I was like, if I try to do the R, it's going to get embarrassing real quick. If you're listening today, you're already a paid subscriber to our audio and written newsletter, Rich Text. Thank you, as always, for being here. You quite literally make our work possible. We are here today because we finally hopped on the trader's train. So many of you have asked us to talk about this show. Our friend Kelsey was like, are you guys watching? And we were we were literally like, no, we hate that kind of show. So we won't be watching it. And then later that night, I was like, I think we have to watch The Traitors. So and we finally are doing it. We've seen all of the episodes available of the second season. We did not watch the first season because that was just simply... Yeah. Too many hours. Of that's content. ancient. That's ancient history. No one's talking about season one right now. We're talking about season two. We're in it. We're in the mix. And if at any point you hear us say something and you're like, oh, you would have understood that if you watched season one, you know, leave a comment, express your opinion. Or don't. But or don't. <laughs> but we didn't watch season one because we are staying focused on season two right now. Yeah, that's just the transparency <laughs> that we like to offer you. We want to be clear. That's the amount of research we did. <laughs> I also like have very limited time to binge full seasons of TV shows right now. So we're trying to be efficient. As, it, as you might be able to hear, I actually have this horrible cold that I caught, I think, at the pediatrician's office where I kept going with my son who has his first daycare cold and then I gave him the new daycare cold you just and pass now it both... back and forth until you die I think yeah pretty much like we were both like <laughs> in bed together all night last night like coughing and crying and sneezing and so if my voice sounds like, weird was he crying were you crying both of you mostly I was crying it yeah. was a rough night so my voice doesn't sound amazing I might cough and sneeze but I'm so excited to talk about this show because I I did find myself getting into it. I know. And we're going to talk about why this is one of the few competition shows that has actually managed to compel us. I think both of us have tried, dabbled in competition shows. It's not normally our jam, but there was enough here to really grab me. So before we get into this season, just a little bit of background on the concept and the history of the show. The Traders U.S., first premiered in January 2023. That's when season one premiered. And it is based on a Dutch show, De Verraders, which premiered in 2021. That was followed by a UK version, which I believe airs on BBC, which premiered in 2022. And then that same production company, Studio Lambert, produced the US version. So the US and UK versions are very closely tied together. They are literally produced by the same people. Yeah. And it's basically mafia. Like it's mafia with costumes. It's mafia with a castle. It's mafia with really bizarre convoluted challenges. But it's mafia. Like most of us have played mafia at a high school party or something of that summer camp. And if you haven't, basically, a small group of players in the game are designated as traitors, and the rest are faithfuls. That is kind of the the spin that the traitors puts on the mafia structure. And the faithfuls are tasked with rooting out who the traitors are, 
each night the traders select someone from the faithful to murder and at the end of every day everyone comes together to decide on someone that they suspect is a traitor to banish from the castle at the end there is a cash prize I honestly had really not read at all about the show before I dove into this season and I was like oh this is just literally the game I played as a child but like with a really high budget Alan Cumming is like walking around tapping people on the shoulder do they know they're traitors I mean what isn't just a children's game when you think about it right it's true I love football Reality television. We're all just playing children's games for money until we die. I was just very delighted by it. So the U.S. version is filmed at the Ardross Castle in the Scottish Highlands. And my first impression watching the first episode of the season was, damn, they have money. Like the sets are ornate. The actor Alan Cumming hosts the show. He's extremely campy and he's wearing just absolutely ornate high fashion outfits that change like three times a day. Yeah, so many, so many kilts, so many sequins and rhinestones. Headpieces and hats. Yes, so many head and like structural sleeves. You know, it doesn't look like a cheap show to produce. Yeah. In the reality (laughs) show space. You know, we've seen shows where they just take basically an Airbnb with easy wipe surfaces and they throw a bunch of people in there and they're like, kiss, kiss, kiss. This is a little bit more. They've invested in the whole look of the production. And even the way that it's shot, like it feels kind of smooth and cinematic. All the shots seem very intentional. Yeah, they they want to create the feeling that you're in like some sort of gothic murder mystery. Yes. Right? So everything is geared towards towards that that ambiance like as they are all driving up to the mansion for the first time they're driven around in these like stretch hummers i think that's 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 say traders traders on the license plate (laughs) and they 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 are all driven up to the castle and meanwhile there's like a troop of drummer playing like very ominous like high intensity drum music and they're all in like kilts and hoods and their tattooed arms are showing like it's very it's very costumey it's very over the top like almost to the point of being cheesy that's like let's go for the full effect here let's have the drummers not only like have hoods but they're sleeveless like they look really like kind of dangerous drummers like if you met this group of drummers out out on the streets you would be afraid <laughs> what are these drummers gonna do to you you know always like you're pulling up to like a castle full of full of murder and some sort of gothic horror vibe. novel yeah and there's a lot of just like fire around so much fire <laughs> so much fire you're like there's they the, really the groundskeeper invested. fergus with the really long beard and the sort of like creepy amish look yeah yeah. They like, they invested a lot in the setting. We'll put yes, it that way. Yes. And so this season was filmed in fall 2023. And it is very, yeah. So the, the season is also lending itself like to that. It really works. There's a yeah. lot of good coats people are wearing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
a lot of good coats. It was interesting to see, to me to see how people outfitted themselves. It seems like people dress themselves. Oh, there's a huge range of style. Yeah, some people like I think that like Pete the Bachelor, for example, he looks like pretty normal in how he dresses, like maybe similar to how he would dress on The Bachelor. And then there are people like Trishel, who's constantly wearing little berets and hats. And Parvati, who's always wearing like a gigantic statement headband and like a little matching outfit. Like some of them seem to be trying to lean into sort of the murder mystery setting and matching that level of of style. And some people are just like, I'm just here to play the game. So not going to overthink it. It's a fun contrast, honestly. Yeah. Whenever I see the stupid little hats, I just lose my shit. I'm like, you don't I've need been, a hat to play this game. Why are there so I, many berets? I've honestly been enjoying Trishel's style because I'm like, what will she show up to breakfast in? Today? And like little, like, like little gloves, little that yeah. are covered in like fur to wear and inside. Like great little sweaters that have like a thousand bows just pinned to it. I yeah, here for it. It's a lot, really lot fun. of like sort of like blazers and and little sets like suits skirt suits trishel is doing like blair waldorf core and you know what so is parvati which is sort of in it but in a different, in a different way. way with the headbands and yeah they're they're both i it, it does seem like both of them were like all right i'm gonna be in a castle danger deceit cunning but fancy i'm thinking blair waldorf and then they started like cutting out costumes to put on their their vision board their mood board for their wardrobe and they both arrived with somewhat different interpretations of Blair Waldorf (laughs) does the traitors yeah so we will go into all of the cast if you can't already tell the cast is pulled from all different areas of the reality tv space predominantly and then there are a few outliers professional athletes a politician yeah a former speaker of the house of commons (laughs) Sure. Just an, an eclectic group, but we will go through all of them. As we said before, Alan Cumming is the host and he is just like having the most fun ever and really leaning in to the theatricality of his native Scottish accent. And he says all these like hyper dramatic lines like death is the final destination for us all players. Welcome to your unsafe space. Oh, yeah. But in a Scottish accent. So it lands a lot better. And it's Alan Cumming, who, incidentally, I recently hung out with at a wedding. So it felt very (laughs) exciting for me personally. Exactly like this, I assume. It was exactly like this. I mean, honestly, it was an Indian wedding. So there were a lot of great outfits to lean into. So I think he really felt at home. But in this show, he is definitely playing sort of the super villain who has been waiting for you you know that's kind of the the energy of his performance it's very like sly and knowing and dangerous yeah he has all the information and that is core to his character yeah and like when we meet him and he's greeting the players he's like sitting in his giant armchair with his little like dog next to him and the little dog bed <laughs> and he literally does like a ah they've arrived we've been waiting for them sort of moment like that is that's the archetype that he is leaning into and he is so 
so perfect. It's Not amazing. afraid to kind of chew the scenery a little bit, you know, like no. it's, it's over the top. And I think that he is a big part of why this show works because the concept of the game is so simple and basic. And I actually have a lot of like irritations with the game as the game to voice, but he pay- he smooths over a lot of that because you just like, it's enjoyable to be in this, in, in this setting and, and to see like Alan Cumming giving this this performance as the host like that that all adds a lot of flavor you know I think we've talked a lot about the way that sometimes on reality tv shows the hosts are just kind of there yeah they don't really serve a purpose they're they're barely present they don't have much of a presence it's like the opposite here like he is holding this together he's the one reminding us that like the stakes are high even if they're stupid because he's a great actor He's effective in creating that sense of like foreboding and dramatic tension and excitement. And he he captures that. It's it's the campiness thing, right? He captures that perfect balancing point between like winking too much at the audience as if to say like, oh, this is so dumb and being totally straight faced. And so he's able to like really buy into it in this sort of like arch way. And it it's I think it'd be really hard to replace him and 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 have an equally oh, effective person in that role. Like yeah, like you were saying, so many hosts are interchangeable on these shows and he's he brings a particular flavor of his own. You just listened to a free preview of this week's Rich Text podcast. If you like what you heard and you want to listen to the rest of this week's podcast and our entire Rich Text back catalog, you can become a paying subscriber at clarendemma.substack.com. If not, you can still enjoy our free weekly recommendations. Rich Text is hosted, produced, and edited by us, Claire Fallon and Emma Gray. You can find the written version of Rich Text at clarendemma.substack.com. You can find us on Instagram at Claire and Emma Pod, and you can find our other podcast, Love to See It, over at Stitcher and wherever you listen to podcasts, as well as on TikTok and Twitter at Love to See It Pod. You can also find us individually at Claire E. Fallon and at Emma Lady Rose. Thanks for listening.